What has this whole process, the sort of the chain of donation, done for this particular transplant center here at New York Hospital? Well, for us, it's been enormous. It's been enormous for us as a center, and more importantly, it's been of such great benefit to all our patients. Um, if you look at uh, all the potential living donor people that we have that come to our center, um, there's a great percentage of them that come with people that want to donate but can't donate because their donors are found to be incompatible. And in fact, over the last year and a half, through this program, we've been able to transplant 83% of our incompatible donor pairs, which is, um, I just don't know how to explain it, but it's just a, it's just a really enormous uh, uh, success for us. Is this, I guess, the ultimate pay it forward situation, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is. It, it is the ultimate pay it forward, uh, forward situation. Um, um, you know, today there are so many people that need a kidney transplant and um, uh, the barriers are so huge uh, in preventing them from getting it. The waiting times are excessive. Uh, this is a very viable option that allows transplantation to occur. So let's say I need a kidney transplant and my sister isn't a match for me. If she donates to a stranger, that automatically means that somewhere in the process I'll get a kidney from someone else? The process is set up so that both the donor and the recipient have an opportunity together. Um, and in fact, what's happening today is with this transcontinental uh, swap, so to speak, there's a number of transplants all occurring within a very short time frame uh, just so that kind of situation doesn't occur, that if a recipient brings a donor into the system that they end up losing their donor and they end up getting nothing and waiting a long time. Is it hard to coordinate all the people in yes. terms of the matches and who's available and who can be a donor for what person? And it, is, it is extremely um, difficult to do so. It takes uh, an enormous amount of uh, manpower and uh, logistical issues that have to be addressed uh, and just pure cord coordination. Uh, you know, today um, we're a little bit delayed because the flight from uh, San Francisco was delayed. And these are the kinds of things that we face when trying to, trying to put this together. Do you think this notion is a viable option for a, all the people who need kidneys in this country? It's certainly one solution that can help a great number of people. Um, I think for it to be a viable option to help all the people, in some ways we have to think of it as almost a cultural shift in the way we think about approaching living donation. Because if you think about it, the greatest benefit of this will be when people not only come with their incompatible pairs, but when they come with their compatible donors as well because what that will do is statistically it will allow for far more transplants to be arranged and it will allow for better matches to to be performed. Some people might see Mr. Gelman as an 83 year old man and wonder gee why is he getting a kidney shouldn't it be going to a younger person? Yeah and I think that that's a very fair question to ask. I've come to look at these patients really as individuals and one 83-year-old is not like another 83-year-old. And this gentleman is a very, very active, uh, very um, 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 vital person. And this is a meaningful event to him. And I also think, you know, who 
who am I to know how long he's going to live and what impact he's going to have on the people around him and what that may mean. These chains are difficult to put together and sometimes they break because someone has to drop out. How hard is it to A, keep it together and B, fix it if, if you have a missing link? I can't tell you there's any easy way to, to fix it once, once it breaks. It, you know, they kind of stall at that point and then we just look forward to starting a new one. 